rush yeah. 2024. Like, right. Like, she just got here. Like, maybe I'm still building my plan for the new year. Yeah, maybe I'm a strategist. She's still new. She might be slightly used by the time I figure her out. What if she's out? not even ready to meet us? She'll be, like, previously owned, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Maybe she starts off the year with a long recap. And she's absolutely not ready to meet us. No, she isn't. So I feel like we're just in this time that, like, is it a resolution? No. Or is it maybe, like, a a day-to-day plan survival plan to get it's a survival plan to get to some goals survival guide for 2024 thanks for listening to stay rooted with your instant mom friends stephanie and lauren we're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend irl it's been bad it's been bad 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 i feel like I was listening back to the end of our last episode because we haven't recorded for a minute, like for so a minute. Many minutes. So I was listening to the end and I literally predicted our fate. I was like, don't want to speak too soon, you know, kind of implying that like, I don't know what's to come. Well, it came. So I'm going to start off with a sad update. A chicken update. I know. I would like to say, though, that our um, vacation weekend was, like, sponsored by bacteria. Oh, my God. It Well, it started first on the topic of death. So... And then it f- and then it faded into sickness and then back to death. So let's just start from the beginning. So Lauren and I record our last episode, okay? I have just had this revelation of a bond that I have grown with Roadrunner, okay? I go home. I literally go home, and I'm in my kitchen, and something got Roadrunner. Yeah, that was rough. It was really rough, and... I felt bad, too, because I fell asleep. (laughs) I was like, I was not okay. I didn't even text you back. I So I had a ton of guilt How rude. because it was my fault. Like I, I forgot to shut the coop and it was a really, 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 really tough lesson. So that happened. But okay. that happens and you have to say it was an error. Well, RIP Roadrunner. As Barbie once said, I have no difficulty holding both logic and feeling at the same time. And that does not diminish my power. It expands them. And I can feel sad about Roadrunner and maybe some other things later because we'll get to that later. But also, like, I will get more chickens because I I have decided that, like, although this definitely this week has crushed me, um, I, I do love chickens. I love what they offer. And I'll just keep learning from these things. And I know nature takes its course. But... I'm sad, obviously. We love Roadrunner. Yeah. So that was tough. And then and then I got taken out with what only could be called, like, the plague. It was <laughs> the stomach virus from hell. I yeah. just left the earth from, like, we went out to dinner on our birthday, and then I did not leave the house again until the new year and well into it. It was, like, the third. Yeah, I just don't remember stomach viruses being, They don't like- make them, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't make them like they used to. These are the new ones. These are the new, these are the 2024. Like a five stom- day stomach bug. Lauren. And you are not the only person no. that has reported this to and me. <laughs> like we can be real. Like I have a sensitive stomach. So like everything is always going to take an extra day or two for my stomach if it's going that route. Yeah. Like obviously. But I have heard from a lot of people that like this is a thing. Oh yeah. No. This is a real thing. And it yeah. was, so it was messed up it took me out and for like four days I could not eat at all so I was really spending a lot of time in my bedroom because I was like it's probably too late but I'm trying not to get the family sick you know doing that thing so I finally come down after like two and a half days of not showing my face just straight up vomiting for two days and I came downstairs and this is truly like what I needed and I did text you this and Lukey said mama I know he saw me and he said mama and he got so excited and honestly I he think thought that's, you were dead he literally <laughs> and so did I Lukey like and honestly the whole family did he Lauren was like, did what could resurrect her so yeah so then the minute I started to rise back above you know eat a cracker I I'm walking around my kitchen Luke comes home and he goes there's feathers all over the street I'm like what the fuck He goes, there's feathers, come out here. So I'm like, what the fuck? We go outside, Miss Sun, not Miss Sunflower. There's one chicken on our porch shaking, just one chicken. I'm like, rattled, rattled. Something (laughs) happened. Something has happened. She can't even tell you. She couldn't tell me. She couldn't speak. She was (laughs) obviously having a trauma response. And so was I. She was speechless. So I just take her. And I put her into the coop. I'm like, I'm just locking you in there. And now I'm going to go be batshit crazy around the neighborhood and shake some Cheerios and see if there's anybody else out here because I'm spiraling. Like, I don't even have food in my body. And I'm walking around in my robe like, pretty oh. girls, pretty girls. Much and like, like our girl Paris Hilton. Truly, like having a full Paris, a full you Paris. Know, diamond baby. Diamond baby. <laughs> and I'm maybe, like, pretty maybe, girls, Miss yeah, Sunflower. Yeah, sense your sadness. One more chicken comes back. Because so he sensed your sadness. I sensed had two. So I have two chickens at this point. But I had five because I went from six to five. So I had five and now I have two. And I'm like, this is not like, so this is how I'm going to go. Like, this is it for me. Yeah. The next morning, one more chicken came back. I have three chickens. The three luckiest chickens... Left. You are half the chicken lady. I'm half the chicken lady I once was, and I don't have extra eggs right now. Um, And and my biggest question was like, can you have just three chickens? So like they do. The government kind of finds out. Like one would be a problem. That's when Mr. Tractor Supply comes knocking on your door, and he's like, "The government said you have to have six, but no, you need more for the chicken. Like if there were only one, like I'd have to consider rehoming or something. So I was like spiraling. So three is. Miss Sunflower is one was one of the casualties. I don't even want to talk about it. But I have to tell you one more thing. We did. What do we think? It's a fox. It could a be coyote? a fox because it's the winter time. So animals are despy. And like I, I respect like nature, but like fuck off from my chickens. Like not these girls. Like these are my girls. Like it really, really hurts. Like it truly does. And I, I don't know. That. I just I've decided that I am going to get more chickens eventually. Not yet. What was I saying? I lost my train of thought. Something. Anyways, You're half the chicken woman. I'm half you the chicken woman be, I was, used to be. I think was the whole thought. Oh, right? I named one chicken because, ironically, the three <laughs> chickens left were nameless because they had no distinguishing features except now one does. The one that came back. Yeah. Missing half her wing. 
but she can't be tamed. She cannot be tamed. Something grabbed her and she said, fuck off, and she ran away. So because she can't be tamed, we named her Miley Cyrus. Aww. So now it's Miley Cyrus and two Golden Girls, and that's where I'm at today. I love that. So well, how's, how's your time been? Miley. <laughs> how have you been? How's Earth for you? How are you? Still spinning? How's this experience or, for you? Or did half your flock die? <laughs> No. no, I've got a full flock <laughs> up here, <laughs> up in the brain. Yeah. But, um, so I will say, you know, I'm sorry for I your losses. You and I, know. I tried to be there for you the best you I could. And honestly, I try to be there for Stephanie in a really irrational way because she's fighting her own logic and feelings yeah. and it's fine. And I just want to put no a No one can tell me anything I don't already know. I give her a little <laughs> cynical humor and I'd be like, it's fine. It's all fine. But that's what I want. Like, I don't want the like, it's going to be okay. Like, shut up. Right now it just isn't. And I just want someone to commiserate with me. Isn't it just like so validating when people are like, no, yeah. that's not You're okay. Like, that fucking sucks. Like that's something unfair. ate half of your flock. <laughs> like my girls, like it's just really messed up. But now I only have to order half the helmets that only I half. used to. So think of the Timu, Timu savings. Timu ads get queued up. We I'm only think of the savings. S- You're going to spend like fifty cents, like, right? Ten cents maybe if I get a coupon. You're not even going to reach the order minimum. So prior to like all of your the plague that hit you, yeah. I said something rational. I don't think I said it on the podcast, but I said it to you, and I was like, we're gonna get through this sleepover with our daughters early because one of us is going to be sick by the end of the week. Yes, you did. It was rational. And like you did it at the last possible moment that you could have done it to escape that plague. So close that I was like, am I going to get it? And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I can't take it back. But it turned out that you were patient X, not your daughter. Thank God. Thank God. So we were... We were not hit, knock on all the things, by this one yet. Yes. You know, so far. Not on this round. So (laughs) we got to have a sleepover at my house. Finally. Freaking finally. A not medical induced planned sleepover. One for fun reasons. For funsies. Not like your mom got bit. Yeah. In the face by dog. Yeah. And like your brother's <laughs> not even in the now. hospital. He's home and they're fine. No, Everybody's fine. It was on the calendar and it happened. And it was so fun. Like it I'm was so just. Glad. I was so happy to see the girls. I will say they were not their most independent play selves. They never are. But honestly, like it was a vacation week. So honestly. Like everything goes to the wind. Yeah. It was post holiday. Yeah. It was chaotic, but it was so fun. They were all over the place. They like settled their own disputes so nicely. It's weird. Like it's so much different than when we first started hanging out when we had to dictate every like move of theirs. Now they're like, just give us a minute. We've got this. Yeah. It was the last time I saw my daughter play with like anything from Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw no. her play with stuff. And I I'm can't like, even talk about that. I felt validated. Yes. I don't want to talk about that yet. I'm not ready to talk no. about that, but. But no, they just, they played well together. And I am just like, I have so much to tell you about it, but also like, I'm just going to bring it to like shit that your kids said. Oh my God. Yeah. She is, she's a hoot. She's She's, a riot. She's a mini me. She literally, (laughs) the way that Nora is Lauren and Lennon is me is absolutely insane. Like Lennon and I are just like, leave us out of it. And you two have something to say. Oh yeah. What did she say? So what did she say? My favorite thing is that like at the age of <laughs> uh, at six, I guess like that elementary school age, like 
they think they have something over the other person and like especially when it's the baby but just each other so like every yeah. once in a while she'd like give me an eyebrow when, oh yeah when my daughter would she'd be like she'd be like, like are you gonna tell her you or am I that? Yeah. <laughs> should we just pass by that and I'm like no you Nora, wanna tell her like, or do we're I we're not a team <laughs> But, like, are you, though? Because it kind of feels like you guys are a team. <laughs> You're Lennon's friend. <laughs> like, I have this, like, I have this effect on children that they just sort of want to hang out with I know. me. They, and they, like, like want to talk shit with you. But, honestly, I, I attest that to the cool way I dress yes. and my, like, imaginative spirit. Absolutely. So, like, who would, That's what the kids the are saying. the biggest compliment. It absolutely so is. So, one thing that we did is we watched a movie because, like, one thing that is Easy peasy lemon squeezy is you pretend that your living room is a movie theater, construction paper tickets, sit on my couch. It always costs a, it costs a fraction of stepping into an AMC theater. And they love when you look like the help. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they like, love when you are just mom. like, you, they love when is you that are you the customer yesterday? service worker. Yeah. Like, right? Where's your name badge? I don't think I had one. You know. I'm surprised they didn't call me out. Exactly. Where's the <laughs> so, menu? So here I am with my tray of popcorn and everything. So we're trying to pick a movie, which was the hardest part of, course. of, of movie night. Really? If <laughs> You're like, I shouldn't have asked. It should have just been one movie airing If this is on a cautionary tale, absolutely. You, you display the movie. This is it. Like, title, and that's it. So we're trying to figure it out. And your daughter's like, I want to watch Pokemon Concierge. Like, it Which comes isn't a movie. out today. Like, I want to watch it. I know movie. it's a four-part series. I want to watch it. Sure, it's cute. It's, like, about cute. It's, like, more about the cuteness of Pokemon. Yeah, than I like haven't even watched. story of Pokemon. It was watched when I was no longer with us. Yeah. Luke and watched it. Our daughters love Pokemon, but yes. they don't know anything they about it. They know nothing. It. Like, except... I could school them in it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so... Luke has been schooling Nora in it. They're, like, on the hunt for Charizard right now, <laughs> holograms and, or something. Yeah, so she's <laughs> like, we're going to watch this because it comes out tonight. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so she's like my so I'm like nope it comes out on Thursday night and tonight is Wednesday and she's like nope my parents said it comes out tonight <laughs> so I'm like alright Nora like right here so it was a great opportunity for a us a reading all. lesson I made them sound out the word the word was Thursday <laughs> cause I'm an adult Yeah, that's literate <laughs> and did she believe that so she believed that but then she looked at me and she said my parents got it wrong. They're very old. <laughs> She's honestly. And you know what the kicker of this whole thing is? Is we said, Nora, on the 28th, when you'll be back from the sleepover that we know you're going to, we're going to watch this because we didn't know that I was going to die that day. So we were like, <laughs> we're like, we're all going to watch this because we were excited about it. And she was like, I'm going to watch it with this family. No, she was like, they have and early onset dumb. Yeah. Alzheimer's. She's like, get them into some kind of clinical study. They cannot be trusted because they're just wrong and it's silly. And you like, should call their doctor. They share the same one. But no, honestly, my favorite part was that she said they were you guys, not me. Not right. Me. Yeah. She Could it be her? She wasn't like the, you. Yeah. You, your generation is old. She was like them. them. And I was like, she's like, you're I you're, felt like she was like 
you're young and cool. Yeah, that's I, what I got out of it. Honestly, and she would. <laughs> and that's exactly what she meant. But it was so funny. She's like, they're very old. They are. And I just like. And I, I am. I hysterically laughed out loud. <laughs> like, I didn't even try to like. Ma- I was like, you're right. She's They're right. silly. And then I was like, but it, it is tomorrow. So yeah. you're going to have to watch it at home. And she's like, I will. But it was it was just so funny. And it was just one it of those things. It speaks to her spirit. Oh, yeah. And she was like, she was ready to diss you in a minute. She's been to ready to tell be you something <laughs> since the minute she came out of my body. She's been ready to tell the world something. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And she, it was, <laughs> I still am just like, I, and she was like wonky at that point, too, which was even funnier <laughs> because I let them stay up until 1030. You were wild. So then. Oh, uh, their magic little spirits like kept me going. I was like, oh, they're still giggling. And then their giggles became a little cynical. Yeah. Yeah, should have put them to bed. Two yeah, hours she prior. starts exactly <laughs> trying to check her parents in, and then the next day was um your husband and yours birthday. A birthday, you and your <laughs> we didn't your cut the cord yet. <laughs> so my brother husband. <laughs> so. So they wanted to make you cards. So like I kept them up. She until, was breaking down. But, I know she was. By the way, I kept them up until eleven o'clock the <laughs> night before your birthday. You're welcome. Yeah, happy I was birthday. Like, Thanks that was for my, my present. present. She's melting down in the arcade. <laughs> but they wanted to make you guys cards. So I was like, absolutely. And like, one thing about me is like I like to make a nice yeah. craft card, like multimedia, purposeful levels. You know, like, did I you s- make a suggestion? I made so many suggestions and they have. did not want my creative direction. They were like, we want you to fold this paper yeah, on the line straight and, and then we want you to get out of our face and never look back. And I left them with stickers and all the things. And I was like, if you want to like glue like flowers yeah. and they were like, eh. and they yeah. like only wanted to draw like Pantalorn in the kitchen, <laughs> making us her own card. <laughs> so I just backed up. I yeah. just like I just sat like on the couch a safe distance and I just like I don't know I probably doom scrolled until I was like doom shopping so here I am I'm like looking up at them and I'm watching them from afar because then it really was getting funny because they're now they're drawing pictures of you and Luke I I distinctly said I folded two cards for each and I was like it's each of their birthdays make them each a card and they were but like brother lover they were like but they want to be on the same card <laughs> so they each only made one card and they like they were insistent that you guys needed portraits of you on your card I always do so they're like they're drawing you and my daughter is looking at your daughter and she's like what color is your mom's hair? And like, she's like, it's brown. Like your mom's. And then she's like, she's like, does your dad have hair? As she's never met us. Like she just couldn't think you guys up in her head. No, no. She couldn't, she couldn't get a mental. Imi- she couldn't get a mental image. She needed some inspiration. So she's like, yeah, my dad has hair. Yeah. She's like, he even has a nose. <laughs> yeah. So they're drying. So then Nora looks at me and she gives me like that face, yeah. like like she's annoyed that I'm not helping, even though they very directly said, stop helping, yeah. get away from the crayons. She said what she said. She looks at me and she goes. <sighs> I'm just frustrated because I don't know what my mom's wearing (laughs) right now. And I was like, okay. If I had to guess a robe, if I had to guess a robe. So I was like, I guess that's frustrating. Like you want her to receive a card 
as she looks in the moment that she's yeah. receiving the card. And she was like, yes, Honestly, that's absolutely. Art. And I was like, that is, that's very artistic. And that's very like matrix of you. And yeah. we should, we should figure it out. So yeah. I'm like, honestly, I think your mom sent me a video like yeah. earlier today of her doing something unfortunate. Yeah. Working. <laughs> Happy birthday. Her working. Her looking for a chicken. Yeah. I think she was she was in the grass. I was in the grass. <laughs> I was crying in the grass. So I'm looking and I'm like, oh, she's wearing a black shirt with moons on it and sweatpants. And she was like, I knew you'd know. <laughs> If anybody would. And I was like, at least I'm not very old. <laughs> and like, honestly, what good like deduction of like finding a way to find the answer? Because you know she wants a real answer. She's not going to let you like be like, oh, probably that. Oh, no. And she was like, she was, it was gen genuinely racking her little brain. Yeah. Like, and it's you what could she tell that on. she so genuinely wanted you to receive a card yeah. and be like, oh, my God, that is me. It was important. So then. She goes, what do you think my dad's wearing? And I was like, he's probably wearing all black. And she was like, you're right. He's yeah. probably wearing all black. Yeah, she knows. She's and like, I that's like, his. I've mostly only seen him in like head to toe black. That's his uniform. <laughs> he is a black wearing guy all of the time. But she was super silly and we had a lot of fun. <laughs> she wanted it to be authentic. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like the cards came out really well. They and did. They were super sweet. And it picked up our day. Because she came, you guys dropped her off, right, on her birthday? No, your husband oh. came and picked her yeah, up. Yeah, Luke went, I was at work, Luke went and picked her up, that's right. So that was our birthday, Luke went to go pick her up from you guys. We went out to dinner, you suggested a really cool place for us, which was like an 80s arcade kind of theme. Oh yeah, Which was super so fun, cool. so we went and did like a bunch of appetizers, we played some games, and if there's one thing about Luke, my brother lover and I, is that we love. I like how you're like, you made the joke, but I'm gonna reclaim I'm owning the it. Joke. I'm owning it. And we we love arcade basketball. That is our jam. So him and I found the corner and like, but we have our kids with us. And it's just the four of us because we were supposed to get together with my family the next day because I didn't know I was gonna die on the 28th. I didn't know. I didn't know what I know now. So you didn't know your clock was running out. I didn't know. So the four of us went out and I'm literally shooting baskets with my right hand, holding Lukey's hand with my left hand. And we're just having a birthday like we had a birthday and it was nice. We went we got a grocery store cake. We went home. Nora put in the candles. We sang happy birthday. We had a beautiful night. And then at three in the morning, I woke up and my entire soul and intestines left my body. I know. And sorry. And that was that. But I think. that's all of this was to say we didn't put out an episode last week. No, we didn't. And that's because we literally <laughs> Spoiler couldn't. Alert. We couldn't. So this it was just... kind of our like rambly catch up of what's been going on. Yeah. And why we weren't here. And we're sorry. But it was kind of like a a choice that we both silently made and then both came to each other with at similar times. And yeah. we were just like, do we really need to stretch ourselves that thin right now and or can we just take a break like yeah so we took a break we're calling it a vacation a vacation from hell because that's what we do but you know the thing with lauren and i is like we trust and respect each other so much that like if one of us genuinely just can't do something like we're not gonna make each other feel bad about it because like 
that's not what this is about. No, you know, no. Because as much as we, it hurt us. Like, we don't like to not have an episode out. Like, it stinks. Yeah, because as good as it is to show up. Yeah. And as important as it is to show up. It's easy to say. Sometimes home. it's just, like, not what's best I always want to be home it's not the best plan for you all the time no it's absolutely (laughs) not and it definitely wasn't this last week but that's not what we're going to talk about now no thank goodness thank goodness we're going to move on because it's a new year it's a new year do you do resolutions or I I don't I think I'm more like goal oriented when it comes to the new year um I have this like this thing with January and I'm really like, I feel as though you're like thrusted out of the, like 2023 was like, where'd it go? (laughs) Yeah. And December was so fast. And then it's like new year, new you, like you're just pushed into January and it's supposed to be like this unofficial, like line in the sand, but like, it's feeling a lot like yesterday. Absolutely. So <laughs> it feels exactly like yesterday. I feel like this year I'm like fully respecting that. And I'm just like pre-gaming. That's what I'm saying. I'm pre-gaming the new year with January. Yes. I'm saying January is not feel that like, big. It doesn't feel that new. Honestly, like it feels pretty much the same as last week. I'm like <laughs> a little bit less in mourning, but like. Overall, I just I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I feel like they just stress me out. I don't like having to put like a one thing kind of thing on a year that just stresses me out. It's too much. That's my biggest thing with like not fully acknowledging like happy new year because I feel like I don't want to rush 2024. Right. Like she just got here. Like maybe I'm still building my plan for the new year. Yeah. Maybe I'm a strategist. She's still new. She might be slightly used by the time I figure her out. She's not even ready to meet us. She'll be like previously owned, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Maybe she starts off the year with a long recap. And she's absolutely not ready to meet us. No, she isn't. So I feel like we're just in this time that like, is it a resolution no. or is it maybe like a a day-to-day plan? Survival plan. to get It's a survival plan. To get to some goals. A survival guide for 2024. It's an obstacle That's course. That's what I'm it's writing. It's a mental obstacle course. My living room has turned into an obstacle course because I am now a Nugget family. I know because I'm Nugget. I'm so happy to be here. Where are you, Nugget? Thank you, you grandparents. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sponsor us, so the grandparents continue so, to. So, yes, and I love it. I, we I love it. We love it. We love it. Honestly, I love so that fun. you have a Nugget at your house now because the only sad part about going to your house is I can't bring the nuggets. You so can't. Now you like, have one. And now Maybe I have someday one. you'll have two. I'm going to have two. I bet you'll have two. I think it was in my house for 44 minutes and I was looking at colors on the website. I am... I am that girl. I love that. Because so, honestly, new I'm not going to have like a trendy aesthetic, but if I'm going to have a sloppy mom aesthetic, it's going to be a little cute. And it's going to be safe. There's like, going to be checkerboard and the nugget's going to be rust and sage. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. So with the new year, we were kind of thinking that we wanted to talk on a topic of newness, which is being a new mom. New year, new moms. New year, new moms. And... I feel like we've had some new moms write into us yep. that have just been feeling lonely and trying to connect with others. Yeah. So I feel like this is an important episode. I feel like this is why we started the podcast. Yeah. Like, because we were once new moms that didn't have new moms. And now we are 
as Nora would say, old moms that have each other. And we're trying to be those old moms for you guys that maybe can just like talk about what it felt like, what the realness of it. Like the just like, I don't know. I just want to dive into this topic and, and just kind of be like open about it. And I feel as though if we are, you know, whispering these things into your ears over the podcast waves, then you may relate to some of them yeah. and feel as though, you know what? I can say those things out loud because that's one thing about being instant mom friends and the support group is that once you feel seen by someone, yep. you feel as though that validation and that like equality in thought can drive your confidence to Absolutely. be more outward about that feeling. Because and that's you're like, wait, I'm backed up in this. Like, I'm not alone in this. Other people are feeling this. Other people are thinking this. And being a new mom is a wild ride. And it starts even before the kid gets here. You're sk you're going through pregnancy, and that's new, too. Do like, you remember finding out you're pregnant? Yeah. I, sh <laughs> I felt like I was telling... I felt like I was a teenager <gasps> telling my mom, like... I was like, my parents are going to be so mad at me. My parents were in San Miguel, Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just like, I am in so much trouble right now. And I was like, yeah, I was 25, and yes. I was like, I am fucked. Yeah, exactly. What are we going to do? It's like... <laughs> We're in a five-year committed relationship. Like, let's just, I guess we're starting our family. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I guess that's what we're doing Yeah, right that's now. what we decided to do. It felt so, like, taboo. Yes. And I feel as though maybe because <laughs> I have a friend group that has waited, although that's another reason why this is important to me because I have some new mom friends yes, they're joining new... Z Chats. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like it's so fucking exciting because there's going to be babies. Because you've got that... like a couple badges now that you're like, I know some things and I can't wait to like share them with you. And somebody else's baby. Yes. Ugh. I know. There's nothing like it. I'm going to smell those heads and then I'm going to run away. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to be like, this is the most beautiful time of your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, go get some sleep while the baby sleeps. <laughs> but, but, but that finding out you're pregnant part. Wild. I've seen some peed on sticks recently. Yes, and I, I love have, them. I've seen some sticks too and I love when I get a pick. But, Keep sending me your pee sticks. But mine both times made me die. Yeah. So yeah, when I was pregnant with Lennon, my parents were in Portugal and my best friend Amanda was in freaking Spain. Everyone was out of the country. Like I was long distance calling everyone. A teen mom. A teen mom. With no one. On her own. Nobody behind her. Living out of her car. You know, no try. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> no try village. Vibes. I'm like, there's no village here. Like, no one even cares that I'm pregnant. <laughs> and Kenny was at work and I was like, I called him and I was like, do you have a second? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I think I'm a little pregnant. And he was like, like, what are you talking about? I was like, I think I'm a little pregnant. And he was like, how can you be like a little pregnant? And I was like, it was a Dollar Tree test, yeah. so I don't believe it. Exactly. And then I spent like my like savings on <laughs> like the I ones that a... say it with the words. Oh yeah, like because there of them. is a wide range of tests, you yeah. know. And like on the fifth one, when it says pregnant, you're like, eek. The Ugh. fifth one was like, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Return the rest. Yeah, exactly. Get your money back. You're an idiot. <laughs> so I just I remember that feeling, and I remember the instant like responsibility and revelation that this shit is not about you anymore. No. Like I am surviving for someone else. Yes. And that like, I think that hit me on a primal level that like. It's a heavy level of responsibility being the vessel. Like you can become a mother and 
many ways. But if we're talking about finding out you're pregnant, absolutely terrifying. You're like, there's something growing inside of me right now. And it felt, if I'm being honest, everyone's like the most beautiful time. You're like, it creeped me out a little bit. I'm like, who, I don't even know you. Like, what what do you, and it just like, I want to be honest, like pregnancy for me, I was so excited to find out I was pregnant because I am someone who has wanted kids. So it was something that I did want. But pregnancy was absolutely horrible for me. I hated being pregnant. I had something called hyperemesis gravidarum and it's called HG is like the abbreviation for it. Mm -hmm. And what it is pretty much is like it happens. I wanted to look it up. It's very rare. It's like less than 3% of pregnancies, but it's persistent nausea, vomiting to the point of dehydration, can't eat, can't drink. And extremely depressing, extremely hard on your body, not ideal for being pregnant. And I had that for five and six months with both of my pregnancies. And for that, that is why I said, hey, you know what? I have two beautiful, wonderful kids and that's enough for me because pregnancy can be beautiful and it is beautiful, but it can also be really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. Absolutely. And I feel like it's I was two very different people physically for my two pregnancies. And I feel as though I understand what you mean when there's like that certain level of like detachment in your brain. You're like, how is this even a thing? You're like, I like but it is like very empowering to me to feel like like I am a woman and I am like a whole vessel for another being like What am I, a fucking vortex? It is literally <laughs> the most powerful thing it feels a human can do yeah. after you have a baby. Yeah. So the thing about me is that like when I am getting in like my dark, detached, like I don't feel anything towards this person that's inside. Like how yeah. did this happen? Like what is going on with like in your you don't you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, that's not me. And but this is so normal. It's like, so normal. This is how a lot of people feel. So I had to like look myself in the mirror and be like, "You're a fucking vortex." Yeah, like, exactly. You are so powerful. You are a goddamn spaceship. And I had like, deliver this baby to Earth. I had morning sickness, not anything like HG. I mean, that is a very, very like tough thing to deal with during yeah. pregnancy, but. I would like bring a toothbrush to work. No amount of throwing up every day is like ideal. Yeah, I have a lot of cavities to yeah. prove that I threw up quite a bit. Literally. <laughs> and I like I would work and I would just like it would get to the point where I'd be so exhausted. But then I'd get home and I'd have like this weird like like realization that like, wow, like you are carrying around like this 36 week creature and yeah. you are just like at a hospital like yeah. helping people wild like, good for you good you know for you. so i felt like for me whenever i'd get in like this dark rundown place where like i'm not moving like i you can. had to like, like i don't feel like myself like i had to really like pep myself up yeah or else i felt so you down do. and i worked one thing about me is that <laughs> I don't want to cut into the the benefits on the back end of the baby because depending on where you live, like in America, Some maternity parts, leave yeah. sucks. Yeah. So a lot oh, of us all parts suck. that are, you know, a two income family or like a female driven income family you're going to work as long as you can, you yeah. know? So I worked, I think I tapped out 
I tapped out on a Friday oh and I was like 39 weeks and four days or something. And then I went into labor on the Monday night. It's so like craziness. I had Monday like off. What women go through like to bring these lives into the universe. Like it is so powerful and so cool. Yeah. But I'm so like, I'm so proud to be a woman for that reason. Like that, that we're such a resilient like species and we are like our like and you'll hear men say it all the time they're like you like i i could never go yeah. through what you guys go through and you're like yeah yeah you should we probably know. say that out that's loud that's why more. we do it yeah say <laughs> tell it the others <laughs> say it louder for the old men in the back you know congress but i feel but that I yeah feel say like, it say it to congress but i feel like yell it at congress <laughs> Once you see, yell it at Congress, please. Uh, you know, Anyone. it's just our bodies, but whatever. Any Anybody's choice, I guess. White <laughs> feels that way. I guess it's not that important. They listen to you. serious. But um, but I feel as though once you see that baby, all of that like is just wiped from your brain. You're it's you are honestly cruel what they do. They're like that wasn't that bad. They're like you could. Me, me who had literally thrown up for six months straight, two years later, not even a year later, was like, you know what you should do? That again. That While was having cute. a baby, you're like, you know, that was actually really awesome what you did. Do it again, but while raising a toddler. Like, and go pot go so potty cute train at your them. Baby shower. I wanna <laughs> just say this, like I wanna because I had never even heard out of heard of HG when I was pregnant. I had to learn about it through my old own being diagnosed with it so i which is a lot to, of women's health which like, is really you like, don't even know about it until so i just want to like <laughs> say this like out loud it is an absolute debilitating um situation to be in while you're trying to literally grow a human um i did see that there was a study that came out recently that there's been some major development though in like figuring out what is the cause and treating it in women to like help neutralize the feelings, you know, so that you can feel like you are living because it is absolutely, um, nobody should have to go through that while they're pregnant. So I was really excited to see that news recently. And I just want to talk about it because I think it's important that people know about it. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like when you look at maternal health as a whole and you look at the research that is done and like what the advancements are, you're like, if men were laboring babies, you're like, I feel like we'd know more. We'd know more. I think we'd know a little more. We'd know They're so like, much endometriosis. More. What? what even? <laughs> Did you make that word up? Supercalifragilistic endometriosis. It's only laughable because it's sad. Yeah, it's really crying through my periods, but whatever. But the reason that they've gotten away with it is because the babies are cute. So the babies come, everybody. And that's the reason why we go through the pregnancies yeah. for those bebes. And I will say that my my births were very different, too. Same. Um, so I feel as though I can I can live on both ends of the spectrum spectrum of getting that like bonding time and not um and that's like mental health postpartum like get a therapist before you have a baby I wish I could give myself that advice yes that's such good advice I got one when Nora was 11 months old I was going through serious postpartum depression anxiety my OCD was whopping and it was just like a really tough time and I think it's really would be really beneficial and powerful for women to have that 
set up ahead of time. I just think it's really important. Find someone you're comfortable with that you can talk to because after you have a baby, you can have the most beautiful, precious, wonderful thing that you've ever set eyes on and still feel really bad. And that's very normal. So like, that's okay. Yeah. And that, that like instant feeling of responsibility comes with so many negative guilt-driven thoughts for some people that like you you spiral so hard that you're looking at that precious precious little baby and like you said like you just are like why am I so why do I feel like this like I I shouldn't feel like this and the thing is is that like on a hormonal molecular basis yeah like there is a reason that you feel like that so like crazy even though you're like i'm fucking crazy crazy like i feel crazy but you're not crazy like your body's going crazy yes so i feel like the advice of setting up a therapist beforehand is 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 key because you're not and that's the thing is that once you're in it because like you said you finally seeked out help when nora was 11 months yeah I waited until Lennon was 18 months and I was just like, and if anybody saw me during that time, they would be like, what a mom, what a time. So wonderful. Strong women. Yeah. (laughs) Strong, smart and beautiful. And like, I was wearing that. I was wearing that on the outside, but when I felt empty and drowning in low, I mean, no one saw that. No one saw that. You know, yeah, you're not held underwater select. for three months oh, to drown. You exactly. know, it's a few minutes. Yeah. And in those few minutes when I felt so low, like I just I like I was beside myself because and I feel as though, like I said, when I'm so negative, I can be like, what the fuck is your like? I can yeah. I can be a little schizophrenic. Yeah, you're like I have a lot of feelings about this. It's like recreational schizophrenia. Yeah. It's role playing. It I'm is. Like, it's bits. You're like you're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> no, you are. No, you are. And I'm like, I can look at myself and be like, you need help. Yeah. But not everybody has that it's little hard to get there. Yeah, so you could know you need help and still not get it. Exactly, and it took me eighteen months to get it. But it also took me that long to form a connection with myself to understand a, that you like needed it that I needed it and because you're like oh this is hard obviously I just had a baby but then you're just like at what point is this like not just like you know hard but like at what point should this not feel this way yeah because like, when you internalize like your feelings like that you have like this inner monologue back and forth like yeah. the like little generic like yeah devil and angel and i just feel like you're like back and forth all the time then you're like i don't need help like everybody feels like you said like i don't want to like misuse like resources i don't need that and then you're like everyone's like you're so strong and you're like but what if i need help you know like i am strong but i do need help too yeah and i feel like going to somebody that you trust and saying that you need help is a huge first step to getting help because you're not gonna say you need help and then like at the get doctor on a, yeah like yeah, there's gonna be a hotline ju- and be like come and see somebody yeah. tomorrow it's never like that you say it to like your partner your mom your best friend somebody be- that you know will kind of 
push you and trust you in a way that's like not going to scare the shit out of you into, you know, giving, helping you build that confidence. And that's so that's normal. And if there really is nobody in your corner, say it out loud. Yeah, exactly. Like make it, make it be real. Make it it not be one of your bouncing thoughts. Make it be a concrete statement that you made. It's such a common feeling. And I think that's really like the first thing I did was like, I was in the bath and I was like, I need to go to a therapist. Like, like I'm like these Epsom salt baths ain't they just self care isn't Karen isn't Karen as I used to yeah exactly they're freaking they out they said I would sensory. be rejuvenated and bright and all I'm doing is everything's feeling, itchy yeah I'm like peeling off my skin so I feel as though that time for me was was not my best part of yeah. being of being a parent. It wasn't. And I, I completely agree. I feel like it's such a confusing time that I'd like to spend some time just like rooting for new moms in general. Because like it's so confusing to be a new mom. It's so confusing. Like literally nobody's there to guide you through it. Like and none even of if the you advice have the best real. mom in the world. Like they didn't have your kid. Like the advice I could give myself for Nora isn't the same advice for Lukey, even it, for myself. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like none of the, you could never put the advice in a book and hand the book to no. someone. Like that no. just, it wouldn't be a, no. an appropriate way to parent. There's not one way. There's no blueprint to it. So like you're saying, even to look at your role models, yeah, they're great of moms, but they're not, they're not parenting your kid. They're not. It's different. So I feel like when you're a new mom, you wanna you wanna take outside influence. And, and you're it's, trying to create a whole new part of yourself. You're trying to literally build a new like facet of yourself that has never existed before and be the best person in the world to do it. And you're like, I was born for this job that I started today. So you know what? <laughs> you know, like say it yeah. out loud. It's crazy. Right? You're like, I was hired, onboarded, and made manager today. Today. <laughs> I'm by assistant that, by to that the manager. weird looking thing. <laughs> by that wet thing over there. And I barely know it. And yeah. its schedule is weird. Yeah. And I feel like one thing that I wish I did as a new mom, well, as a like even during my pregnancy or like during those times where you're like pumping and like, you know, contemplating survival. Yeah. I feel like I wish I made like a mother like vision board. Yeah. And I know that sounds stupid. It doesn't to me. Maybe. I've loved a collage my whole life. But I've made I made vision boards during COVID. Yeah. Um, when I came home one day from like one of the worst nursing, 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 a nursing, nursing shifts <laughs> um, during early COVID that I had had, I came home to two boards that my husband and my daughter made that reflected who I was like Stop. there are visions of me. Oh my God. I wept. Like I, Oh, of course. I don't even think I talked to them. I think I like took the pictures and yeah. I just like, went into my room. Absolutely. Goodbye. And I was obviously like naked because <laughs> it was you had to leave the scrubs at the door. Sorry, so neighbors. Like, a crying naked mole rat yeah, in my like, first floor apartment. Yeah. <laughs> but literally, but I feel like making that vision board and, putting yourself like what you aspire to be out there and maybe maybe hang it up on the fridge maybe it's in your closet but it's somewhere that you're saying that's what I want for me yes and this leads me to like a little a little thing that I saw 
um, on the TikTok. Obviously. So John Green. Love. My favorite. My favorite. Why can't I talk? Am I okay? Well, the slurred speech is like. The speech be slurring. I know. What am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> We're doing our best. We're doing My our best. My face isn't drooping. It's not drooping. Perfect. Say your whole name. <laughs> Raise your right arm. <laughs> and the other one, too. <laughs> Great, she's good. At Mama Bo doing it. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm she's okay. Good. She's good. All right. So, so, John Green. Yes, my favorite author. Um, he wrote A Fault in Our Stars. Yes, and Looking for Alaska, yes. which is the novel that my younger daughter is named after the yes. protagonist. Um, and that she is. I feel like that's really like the genre I love too. Is like just coming of age novels. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I've always been a sucker. I was like a like I was such a annoying teenager that I was like I wouldn't read books that were assigned to us in school and like that sort of thing. But, but then, are you, like, like carrying around like the Twilight series or something weird. No, like you I like, got into my reading era a little later. Oh, okay. So like I was assigned The Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, I re- I copied Amanda's entire report. Yeah, put my name at the top. Also, the teacher said, "Ha ha," and then he just like <laughs> gave me a passing grade. You were charming. Yeah, our our teacher sophomore year of English. He had our back. He was just like, Lauren, just connect your desk to Amanda's. So I didn't get my love for reading till later, like in life. 20, yeah. I guess. I don't think that's later. <laughs> but later than high school. But then I loved all of the coming of age novels, like The Catcher in the Rye, which, like I said, was assigned like to everyone, yes. I think. Sophomore to the year. state. Uh, to the <laughs> state. Um, so he recently put up on TikTok that... He got to live the dream, like the dream, like a fault in our stars was mm-hmm. a huge, yeah. like Became who a movie. was the main actor. She was in that teen pregnancy yes. movie. So the, Not movie. My, my life story. No, um, I know she had the brown hair. She was like, oh, I'm so cute and pregnant. Yeah. And she was like the worst fake pregnant ever. They yes. just like strapped they, a like, beach ball to her. Blew up. It was like inflated. She ran in away or something. Yeah. I forget it. But Ricky. I- yeah, Ricky. <laughs> yes. So she started you know, that movie. You know. So he said that he got to live the dream. Like yeah. he was friends with he said he's still friends with like really big stars and directors. He got to go to fancy parties. He got to live in L.A. He got to like experience this lifestyle that everyone would want, mm-hmm. you know, like everything. People were sending him watches, you know, like he was like he was like being treated elite and he loved it. Um, But then he just like started to realize that what he wanted out of life was like much more important than what he was told to want out of life. Like Mm -hmm. that's his quote from the TikTok that Mm -hmm. I loved. Um, And he decided that like the dream was not his dream. Like Mm -hmm. his dream was living in like. I feel like he might live in like Indianapolis or something or something of that nature. (laughs) And like sitting on his couch with his tablet, writing novels, listening to his children in the other room and his wife. Like, and I related to that so hard Mm -hmm. because lately as a mom and definitely as a new mom, you are just like making this like so like expectations practical scale yeah. and you're comparing yourself to 
everything like that and that's the whole thing it's like even as a we are we are mothers of multiple children and we can't even compare ourselves child to child we are different mothers and that's something I wanted to mention as well I feel like people sometimes say like once you have one kid like whatever have more I feel like I am being like a new mom both times that I have been a new mom like even though Luke and Nora were very close together, I felt like a new mom, like all over again. Yes. And I felt as though like once I had my second child, my goals as a mom, that vision board I never made changed yeah. a little bit, which it should be able to change. Yeah. You should be able to change your mind about decisions that you originally thought you'd feel a certain way about. I feel Absolutely. like in parenthood. People that don't believe in screen time. Yeah. We'll see you in yeah. your iPad we'll soon. We'll see you in court. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see your iPad soon. But um, <laughs> but I just feel like that should be able to shift. But at the same time, it's so easy to look at somebody else and be like, wow, like look at them parenting their kids and yeah. look at their kid. Like, I love what they're doing. I love what they have. But like, if it's you had it, would I'd, you be happy? Would you be happy? So right. it's really, really crucial as a parent, as a mom especially, because you're going to realize that once you're the mom, you're in charge. Yeah, and you put a lot you're of pressure. You're so in charge. No one's putting more pressure on yourself than you are. Yes. And you have to constantly remind yourself that no two mothers, parents, whatever – our parenting in the same anything. We have had different pregnancies, different births, different children, different family lives, different circumstances. You can't compare apples to oranges. And the decisions that you are making, they're for you. As long as though you feel are the best for your family yeah. in that situation Stand during that time, it. they're the right decisions. Stand by it. Judge Judy style. Absolutely. Case closed. Case like, closed. You should not have to explain them no. to anyone. You should not feel... Only if you want them. to. Don't feel like you have to. And I just feel like it's really important to take back your peace with that. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was a new mom to one, yes. there's a certain level of like You're razzle dazzle yes. that comes with that, right? Of it's course. your first baby. Of course. If it's you the need first to, grandbaby. You need to show up and show out. Like, yeah. Like this is. You know, it's my time to this shine. This is a big deal. Everyone's going to be at the main. Everyone's talking about it. <laughs> you know? Everybody's talking about it. Baby Jesus is quaking. Yeah. The second one, there's a little less heat. Yeah. You're like, there's another one. By you're the on way. the back burner. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're home. With Everyone's the first still one. trying to. They're home with the first one. They bring the first one to the hospital. They're still doing like dances around. Her. Yeah. They're still trying to make first them, baby feel them. important. Yeah. They're still trying but to make first baby feel good. I feel like there is that like you are a little bit of like a perf it's a performance a little bit and you're trying to appease what you think you should be doing yeah and there are so many like with social media there are just so many like new made up things that we're supposed to do with our I kids feel all the time like why didn't i do what they did and in this why is didn't me. i put my baby in a pizza box yeah, <laughs> why did i never put my baby in a pumpkin why did i never put them in the donut box why did i 
Like, you did know, they miss those memories? They're not going to have them on their high school graduation slideshow. It's not going to be on the slideshow. <sighs> Just a bunch of hoojis. Just a bunch of hoojis. <laughs> Which I don't think hooji can sponsor us because I think it's stealing our information. But, like, <laughs> if you want to, but Nuggets filters, not calling. Those filters are cool as hell. And me and Steph will live We'll die that. on that hill. <laughs> but I, I feel like you do create these, like, these just unintentional but very like they feel important to you like yeah. you're not making them important for a reason but all of a sudden it does feel like it feels like I don't know traditional yeah like, well you just want to like fit maybe a picture that you grew up seeing maybe it could be your mother maybe it could be something you saw on tv maybe it's somebody that you admired and you're like I can do that too you know you get this way if they parent that way why can't I? But you just you just have to find a way. I think as you like grow as a mother and as a parent, you start to let go of those pressures a little bit more. They always exist. There's always pressure to like not compare yourself and to not, you know, look at everybody else's situation to yours. But I think there's a part of you that when you grow up that you just realize that like if I'm going to be the best mom that I can be then I'm just going to do what works best for us and like oh absolutely end of story and I'm gonna look to every other mom and just respect the choices for they're making because it's the golden mom rule yes you know like Mo- just do you and Let I'm gonna do, do me yeah exactly <laughs> I feel as though like with that I have like a little I have a little peek into the future for the new moms is that you're gonna feel like the people that you're trying to keep up with that you're like inferior to them. You're gonna be like, they'd never wanna be my mom friend because I'm a mess. I'm in a row messy. I'm in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. I'm wearing a beanie. We have a neon sign <laughs> now, though. Now. So it's not just hanging out in my basement it's anymore. Not. It's official. It's now business. it's a studio. It's showbiz, baby. Once you have a neon light, it's showbiz, baby. <laughs> yes, but here's And the- being a mom is showbiz, baby. Oh, yes, but here's the little secret. What's the secret? Those moms with the put-together peacoats, they're still going to laugh at your jokes when you're in sweatpants because you're know a it. funny bitch. Well, you know it firsthand. Because you, you know have what? your strong suits and they are not having no lint on a peacoat. As long <laughs> you can be a messy mom as long as you are funny. <laughs> That's not a rule, new moms. You don't well, be a little funny. You can't. Lauren, <laughs> if we're being honest, do you want to be with a messy mom that I isn't am the funny? Messy Joey moms, Gladstone of pickup. Messy moms are inherently funny. I don't think I've ever seen a messy one that's not funny. The thing about my bipolar, I worry about. I worry about the clean ones. The thing about my bipolar is that I'm either Joey Gladstone or I'm Meredith Grey. <laughs> pickup. There's no in between. There's no no. They probably think that Lennon has two moms. I know she does. <laughs> They're like, oh, what a lovely progressive family. We love. It. But I do agree, like you do have to be a little funny. Stuff's yeah. right. So try to try out a few jokes yeah. in the mirror. Throw in a messy bun. Tell a joke and tell them about our podcast. <laughs> a couple of old moms with some things to say. Right. And I <laughs> so on the topic of old moms. Yeah. I work with like an array of age groups. I thought you were gonna be like, I work with so many old moms. No, I work with an array of age groups, you but know. I work with a lot of moms. Yeah. And I feel like when you get together with moms, the first thing that you now have in common with every woman that birthed a child is that you're a mom. Yeah. 
if there's nothing else to talk you're about, like, no, I'm a mom. You're like kids. You're like, no, I'm a mom. <laughs> you're like, we both pushed out a kid, right? <laughs> and then you do the mom code, and you turn your phone around, and you say, "This is the bo- this is them," and they go, "Oh, they're so cute." And that's protocol. Yes. If there's any advice for a new mom, just have that picture ready. You say, "Oh, so cute." Back and forth. It's the new mom handshake. It's the password. Yes. And one thing that they do is that like, you're all they, in. They show me like they're like 30 year old kids yeah. that they still have is their yeah, backgrounds and like, because oh that's what you should do you Absolutely. know and you're gonna do it Absolutely. you're just gonna keep updating yeah. your background will never be anything else it's just gonna be an endless marquee <laughs> because apparently that's how iPhone does it now and you can just slide between backgrounds and it'll just be them through the years yes but I feel as though when you talk to different generations of motherhood there's one level playing field and it's just like we survived it. Yeah. So far. Look at us still here. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funny, messy bitches. Yeah. You're like, and it's a plus too, because the kids are the kids are right here. Yeah, so and you're that's like good. And actually the kids are here too. <laughs> you yeah. know, like we're all here. Yeah. And I feel like when you talk to other moms, no matter what age group they ha- their kids are, no matter like how they raise their kids, everyone says the same thing. That, like, the love that they had for their kids changed the view they had on this shit world. Yeah, absolutely. If you talk to any good parent, they're like, no, like, like, I just was like living for them and like that was that was and good that's enough for what me. Kept me here on this, you know, spinning rock. Honestly, and I feel like as like kind of like, you know, a little dark as that is. How inspiring and bright. Right. That, that like a little something that you make with a little someone could be so much. And it's so easy to make. And that's why we do all this crazy shit. You literally hear people that are like, I, I don't know who would have kids yeah. at a time. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But I don't but, I don't know why you wouldn't want to bring some light into this world. Yes. Like. There is so much darkness and it is like plastered all over media and it's what we absorb all day long. And like it takes such a negative effect on our outlook and our trajectories when it comes to like how we see ourselves in this world. Absolutely. And And like it's like I, I totally respect that people can, you know, kids not for me, but like to be like, why would you ever like can you not see how creating something that like is so the most precious, important, unexplainable love that you've ever experienced in your life would not bring some light into someone's life. Yeah, and I can totally respect you <laughs> is not, that not enough, <laughs> right? And I can totally respect you not being into that. Yeah, that's fine. I like, love your cat pictures. Yeah, on your background, thousand percent. <laughs> and I'm not being like, why, why, no. But I also feel like it's so important for those people, too, to have interactions like with the children out in this world. It's almost like they're our whole future. Because when I tell those people about my kids, they're like, wow, you are raising kids differently. Yeah. And that's actually something so true. Like these kids are not the kids of the 90s. Yes. And it takes. They're weird and they're smart and they're bright and they're strong, smart. Because you're going to you're going to talk shop with the moms. Yeah. But it's going to take 
an adult without children. Yes. The unicorns, the ones that sleep. Yes. The, the cool, ones that will the be cool aunts. The ones that will be arrested when the zombies come. Yes. <laughs> the ones that will get away. The frontliners. <laughs> they defend are, the land. They are who you talk to. Or you cry too. <laughs> they are who you talk to about your parenting because they're gonna be like, "Wow, your kids are incredible. Yes. That is awesome. Like, and I am so, so happy you're doing that." Because when somebody who was like, "Not for me," is like, "But like, good job. Like, that is that is my kind of compliment." And it is the true unbiased opinion because they are not reflecting yeah. it against their own parents. Tell a mom they're doing a good job. Everybody that's listening to this podcast right now, go tell one mom they're doing a good job. What a good goal for the day. What that's a good my, goal for January. That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my New Year's resolution. Jan- that, the there Jan- it is. The January goal is find a mom. Find a mom Say, and be like, good job. You're a good fucking mom. Yeah. And you're I messy have, and you're funny. I have normalized that. Like, just complimenting moms Especially, but just people in general. That's the I think only small talk it. I can handle. We like, nice shirt, bye. And yeah. I run away, hit him in the ankles with my cart and skeet out of there. If Five Below, if you're listening, could make, <laughs> if you're listening anywhere on any of the <laughs> microphones, if you can make little stars that said, good job, mom. Good job, mom. That moms. are stickers and reasonably priced. And we could I would stick buy them on a people's shit ton cars. of them. Maybe I'll them? make them. Oh, oh. next merch. <laughs> you're a good mom. You're Stay good. rooted, bitch. Here's a fucking sticker. Yeah. It works on the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Makes them smile. It does. But I do feel like it is important. Like it's important to have those people because it's such like a it's a realization that you're like, you're right. Like we changed so much. Yeah. From like generation to generation. And yes. like I'm not saying that like our parents didn't do a great job because they did the best they could. We're funny. <laughs> We're so funny. <laughs> The boss girls. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> thanks for letting up us paint our rooms any yeah. colors we wanted. Thanks for letting me staple things to my walls. Made Mom us real rebel girls. Yeah. But I do feel like it's so important to think like how I'm parenting is the best for my kids. Yeah. And that's how I'm going to move forward. So as much as you want advice. You want somebody to tell you how to get that thing to sleep. Yeah. Or how to latch it to your boob in a way that doesn't feel like you can feel it in your toes. Yeah. Like make that stop. Normalize that stopping. Right. Yesterday. <laughs> and you want to feel like like everybody has these answers like you have to do a trial and error. There's a lot of science going on. And one thing in the that new like- mom house, we're doing experiments <laughs> where we're ma- we have theories. Yeah, we have to prove them. Oh yeah, and it's, uh, this it's- one's for the hot mess moms. One thing that'll <laughs> that'll get the other moms laughing is when you have like an eight week old and they're like, "Oh, he's so cute. Like, what is he like?" You're like, "I don't know. I barely know him." Yeah. <laughs> And you can take that one for free. Eight weeks ago. And you can take, yeah, I don't even know this guy. What an icebreaker. You have mom friends now. There you go. You're welcome. All you have to do is talk to them because they want somebody to talk to them too. Exactly. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But I do feel like there is like this inner, you want to know, like you want somebody to give you the answers, but you know, in a Yoda way, like you're the only one. You're the only one that can find them. And I feel like, Let's just make sure that when we're going out there that like we just pick each other up because this 
is hard as shit and we don't need any other person passing judgment on another person for just doing their best. Yes. So new moms get out there. Light the world on fire. Whip your titties out if you want or bottle feed if you want. I don't give a shit what you want. Do what works for your family, period. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to use one of those sleep sacks, don't use any of the recalled ones. Yeah. But, like, if you want to swaddle, I am a swaddling master. Yeah, and, like, for sure. a cheat to life is you go to Michael's, not Michael's, you go to Joanne's. somewhere with fabric and you get... So what's the fabric that we buy? So, you would know better. Yes. So when Lauren had Lasky, um, I we were friends. So luckily I got to be involved in the pregnancy and all of the funness. And I wanted to get Lauren a baby shower gift. But like I knew that she had a lot of the things already. And I found a really cool, like a jersey. Um, what's it called? It's like the very soft fabric, soft, stretchy jersey kind of fabric. And it was this cool, like mustardy thing. You go get a few yards of that. Guess what? It's a swaddle blanket. Yeah. And it's like $8 Literally. if it's an out of season pattern. And it could be whatever you want. Yeah. Because one thing about being a mom is you're going to brag about how cheap you get shit now. Absolutely. And, and because it's the Hunger Games out here. Yeah. And you might be thinking, I already do that. But like, I'm not talking it's Apple different. watches. I'm talking like yeah. <laughs> granimals. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking granimals, danimals. <laughs> I'm talking, you say 40 yeah. cents and you've told 15 yeah. people about You're it. You're like, have you downloaded the app yet? You're like, Target I've Circle. I've used five different email addresses to get the $30 off. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't know what the statute limitations is on grocery order fraud, so I'm not going to expose myself too much, but let's just say that you can use a few email addresses. Right? Like, yeah. Don't listen to Pro tip. Shots. <laughs> Earmuff shots. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think we said some things. What do you think? I think so. All right. Well, we're hoping for you. We're rooting for you. We love you guys. We miss you guys. And we're back. We're back for the new year. Back we like we never to- rested because we didn't. <laughs> we're back and we're tired and we love you guys. Bye. And if you're a new mom, you're tired too. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you never attend IRL. Let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild, wild world. And remember, we're rooting for you. It comes out on Thursday night and tonight is Wednesday. And she's like, nope, my parents said it comes out tonight. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Nora, like right here. So it was a great opportunity for a us. A reading all. lesson. I made them sound out the word. The word was Thursday because <laughs> I'm an adult. Yeah. That's literate. <laughs> and did she believe that? So she believed that. But then she looked at me and she said, Uh, My parents got it wrong. They're very old.